Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Sam Highland here, uh, filling in for Mark Braybrook, who is on a well-earned <clears throat> break, freshening up. And I have Chris Nelson, the superstar tipster, who has his follow, fold, or forgive to uh, put to his list this week. Chris O. Sam? Your fold horse is so taken. Should have been folded years ago, this horse. Look, he needs a wet track, and even when he got one the other week, he was uh, he was dominated by Kubrick. So I don't know if that's a really good um, really good for your reputation, but so taken, fold up. He had every chance, I thought, in the first race last week. Yes, the track didn't probably play in his favour, and he was back in the field, but how long can you keep tipping or backing so taken? He was just plain, wasn't he? Was you know, when no you watch on. that smart meteor, well, that was smart meteors race, yeah, wasn't and it? And it's no star either. When when you see where it was halfway up the straight, they they were alongside each other. You know, obviously across the track, but he just didn't kick on. No, you he know? did nothing. It, no, can't have uh, yeah. He's been to Sydney. Now he's here. I think next stop next stop will be uh, Rocky or somewhere like that for him. But anyway, <laughs> he's gone in the bin. Swiss Exile, this two-year-old of Annabelle Neesham's. Oh, this was a good run, Sam. This this is a horse that uh, didn't jump well, uh, was clear last. Ryan Maloney, I think, hit his leg somehow. They wanted to buck jump shortly yeah, after the start. Yeah, humped up, didn't Yeah, it, it did, and, uh, and then ran on into third. Looked like it could win still with 100 metres to go. It was an outstanding run. I, I can't wait to – we've got uh, Ryan Maloney on the Betfair Edge tomorrow morning, so – We'll ask him what he thinks of the horse, but, gee, it was good uh, to the eye, wasn't it? There was no doubt that, uh, you know, when you watch that horse come out like he did, and obviously uh, he's a bit tricky and a bit cheeky, and and had Pug have got fair income on him and given him a a boot in the belly, you know, I think think he would have got fair income because he was – you know, he looked like uh, he was ready to, to, you know, he was sort of playing as he was bunny hopping, but you thought you only need a bit of encouragement and, and you'll uh, you'll throw throw Pug straight to the outhouse, that's for sure. <laughs> well, beaten by half a length officially, should have won the race and he's definitely one to follow. Tycoon Evie. Now, Tycoon Evie ran third in the just now behind East Asia and eloquently. Now, they went hard in this race and she was probably exposed, I think, too early. Uh, she is looking for further, probably than thirteen hundred metres. But uh, with a quieter ride, I think she probably would have won that race last week. What do you think? Yeah, I, I mean, watching that race, I just thought, gee, she was brave, wasn't she? She, you know, she she was uh, obviously right there on straightening, and then and then trying to hold them off, and then they came flying down the outside. They got over yeah. top of her, but she she stuck on really well, and with the right run in the race. Uh, you know, with everything going her way, uh, she's going to be really hard to beat. That's for sure. Garibaldi was good winning the uh, the class six, but it was his race. You love you love that Garibaldi. I do love Garibaldi. Win, yeah, Mark's not here this well, week. Well, I, I was with this horse. You're about to mention Garoppolo. I was with him. How good was he first up? 
I, you know, I never forget the day he won. I think it was mm. at the sunny coast, and uh, and I interviewed Rubby Frad, and you know, Rubby Frad has he has ridden some seriously good horses over his time, and he got off that horse, and it was off air that he said to me, "This can gallop. This yep. this this can gallop." And for Rubby Frad to say that, I I walked away and thought, "Gee, you know, like for him to say that about this horse." Uh, he, as I say, he's ridden some seriously good horses uh, throughout his career, and gee, he. It was a good ride on this horse. You know, he was back in the run, yep. saved all the ground, but he looked super, didn't he? He likes Eagle Farm too. Yeah. He did win there during the carnival. That might have been after that Sunny Coast win because he, he brought that form to town. He, he's a really good, strong finishing horse, Garoppolo. So we'll certainly be following him. So fold up on So Taken, following Swiss Exile, Tycoon Evie, Garoppolo. And just before we chat to Trent Edmonds, Sam, Scott Cross, who we spoke to before the news. <laughs> he texts me through to say, full disclosure here, he's a part owner of Profit. <laughs> That's why he tipped it. So there wow, you go. wait. Good luck to Scott. Hope uh, Profit runs really well tomorrow at Eagle Farm. Yeah, uh, and, you know, you, you touch on the fact that um, there's not a lot of speed in that race and, and often, you know, quite often, tempo plays a big part in, in so many races, but so often jockeys will sit in the jockey's room and go through the form and then go, gee, there's there's no speed in this. And then next thing, there's three or four that go, you know, and it, it can ha- it happens time and time again. And, uh, yeah, so so as you say, he, he is suited, he's best suited when he gets uh, speed on. Let's hope a few jockeys uh, decide to put the uh, handlebars down and, and roll along. I can hear Trent Teddy Edmonds. Who is uh, sire of the year with uh, the arrival of uh, his baby daughter Penelope P? Is it P for short, Teddy? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's the one. Thing. How's how's, fa- how's fatherhood treating you? Take take it to it like yeah. take it to it like a duck to water. Yeah, no, it's been good, mate. It's been uh, it's been good. Um, I'm, I'm just very lucky that Nat's uh, such a good mother. <laughs> <laughs> I know that feeling. I know that feeling. It's. Uh, yeah, it's uh, trying times, but also great fun, that's for sure, especially uh, early doors. But uh, lucky you're used to getting out of bed uh, He don't early. sleep anyway. Hey? He wouldn't sleep anyway, Trent. Nah, well, he's, <laughs> he's, he's got a bit on his plate. Stable's going well, Trent. Yeah, um, oh, look, it's been a little bit quiet, mate, but we're starting to um, sort of build, build back up again and um, hopefully over the next couple of months, you know, a number of runners and um, obviously hopefully winners. But uh, early part of the season, pretty pretty ordinary, but um, starting to get a steady flow again now. Trent, can you give us an update on the Herovian? Yep. Uh, took good benefit from that first up run. Uh, he's going to go to the Burnborough. Um, I think Ben Thompson rides due to Brad's suspension. Uh, Ben's in good form at the moment. The mm. horse is in Super form and uh, you know dropping down in weight would certainly be no no hassle at all. Obviously, uh, we all seen the run the other day. He might have just uh, peaked on his run a little bit, but put into the race uh, quite early because the leader got away with murder. And um, you know it's always going to be hard to sort of run them down. Trent, you talk about Ben Thompson uh, going on board. You mix your jockeys up uh, for a big team. You you use a variety of different jockeys. Yeah, um, the chocolate wheel gets a fair spin, <laughs> um, but as, as with most trainers. But no, look, um, I suppose it's a 
it's a void that we've sort of struggled with and, and you take it for granted once sort of Jeff Lloyd, who was obviously uh, our stable rider for majority of his time up here, uh, once he retired, you sort of take that for granted. He was just that good. Um, you know, uh, he, he'd beat majority of these guys with, with just his tactical um, awareness and, um, and then he, you know, would, uh, you know, get the job done and, and ride the horses exactly how he said he was going to and things would work out pretty well all the time but um, ever since then we've been sort of mixing and matching and trying to find best rider for you know best rider to suit certain horses that's for sure I wouldn't want to be the jockey that has to steer Frederick the Dane Trent he he is a really hard ride isn't he <laughs> yeah well uh, he was pretty good he Wednesday breaking the track record yeah. there um, obviously would have won by further or would have looked a lot more visually impressive had he uh, gone straight but Robbie's comments post-race were that he just he was that far in front of him he just let him let him drift out he didn't want to upset his momentum and try and drag him about and, and whatnot so um, the job was essentially done but uh, it got a little bit of trick in him I thought I was pretty upset he got beaten first up to be fair I thought uh, he was an absolute lay down and um, that didn't work out quite well um, but Robbie got the tactics right the other day, you know, the old saying, you hear it all the time, Peter Moody's one of his great sayings, let fast horses run fast, and that's what he done on Wednesday, he just let rip on him and uh, got the job done, so that was awesome, and uh, he learnt from one ride to the next, so no, he, uh, he's got a future up here for sure. Three important runners at Eagle Farm tomorrow, you kick it off in race number six, uh, Cherry, is that the right pronunciation for this horse? Yep, certainly is. Cherry. Yep, okay. Comes off a good win last time out. No reason can't uh, repeat the dose. I wouldn't have thought tomorrow. Yeah, I believe you're right. Uh, certainly hasn't taken a backward step since that win at the Sunshine Coast. Um, that just worked out perfectly for him with Eyelight and Elisa's Dream the other day going 100 mile an hour. Um, he showed good gate speed and then essentially had the drop on him uh, and wore him down late. One thing that's quite important with this horse is he's not overly big, so keeping him down in the handicaps um, is ideal, hence why we've sort of gone a little bit further up in grade than we normally would um, to a benchmark 85, but he's down on the minimum 54. I think that's perfect for him. A little bit of a space between runs, also good. And um, you know, he's only had one crack at Eagle Farm, so you know, largely unknown, but I will say that that track at the Sunshine Coast the other day was... Uh, frighteningly fast mm. and um, you know he got through that quite well so I don't see any reason as to why he couldn't repeat the dose tomorrow providing he gets a little bit of luck early. Now the gold edition is very competitive as you would imagine you've got the mayor, oh, sorry the filly here Mimi Lagarde second up she was really good winning first up you were very confident I saw you all over social media before that run saying she was going to win and she did what are your confidence levels like and why she had the break between runs is that planned? No, it wasn't planned, um, but if she had run in the mode, she wouldn't have run Saturday. She would have gone sort of a month between runs to the Vogue and then Magic Millions Day. She unfortunately had a slight foot abscess um, post her final gallop uh, prior to the mode, and it just took a couple of days to sort of settle down. And basically, 24 hours after the after the race that she was supposed to run in, she had been fine. So, um, you know, full steam ahead. I don't mind Eagle Farm for her. Well, obviously, it's a bit of an unknown. She's never been there, but you would think her racing pattern 
would be conducive to her racing well at Eagle Farm, you know, settle second half of the field, follow something into the race and get down the middle of the track. Uh, nice big track should be ideal for her. We've put blinkers on. Um, we've always thought she was a blinker filly. Uh, and we're just sort of playing a little bit of catch up there because we missed the run in the mo. We need prize money for Magic Millions Day. So we've gone to the blinkers probably a couple of runs earlier than we were thinking of. But, um, you know, nothing lost in that. You know, she's pretty smart filly. I would uh, be terribly disappointed if she wasn't fighting the finish out. I'm pretty pretty bullish about her. Excellent. Indian Dreamer in the last. Uh, well fancied in the market. Uh, I have to say, I'll declare that I gave up on this horse a while back, uh, Trent. Gets back, runs on, but gee, I can't catch him. Yeah, he's been highly frustrating for punters, owners, trainer, trainers. Trainers. <laughs> <laughs> um, for, the, for the lot of us, um, you know, that day at the Gold Coast when he finally begun well and um, put himself into the race and he, he went horribly. Mm. Uh, that was very frustrating, but he pulled up with a sort of low-grade virus out of that. Um, you know, his first up run, Gold Coast the other day, if he had any luck, uh, he probably should have nearly won the race. But I like him at a mile at Eagle Farm. Big track, horse that sort of likes to be left alone early. Not a very big field. If we could be in front of a couple for once, that'd be good. If we could sort of be just a pair off midfield, that'd be great. And I'm sure Ryan will give him a good ride. Um, you know, it looks a lovely race for him, to be fair. Trent, just before we go to a break, do you tackle the Bruce Highway for tonight? Pedal to the metal? <laughs> Mate, I'm going the opposite direction. Uh, oh, Lismore. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to Lismore uh, and doing battle down there. The, the Bruce you Highway chicken, Friday you afternoon. You chicken. <laughs> yeah, no thank you. <laughs> Especially holiday time. Yep, exactly. It'll be a five-hour trip. Yeah. Best of luck for the weekend, Trent, and uh, great to see the stable in such good form. So all the best. Thanks, lads. Cheers, that. Good on you, Trent. There is Trent Edmonds. Uh, we're going to take a quick break now, and we're coming up to win the home straight, Chris. We're, we're in the home straight, the final furlong. Speaking of home straight, we'll find some winners after the break, Sam. Beautiful.